ladies and gentlemen around the world from Los Angeles, California to Rome, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show, the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, executive producer, Charlemagne the God. And I travel the world, and I run into a lot of people, as you, my fans, know, and we are one of the top shows in the world now. Thank you so much for your love and your uh, uh, respect and a real OG in the game. But when I run across solid motherfuckers, when I run across people that inspire me, I got to bring them to the forefront to let people know that there are people in this world who I look up to. And this is one of my homies, a young man out of Cleveland, Ohio. And when I say he is an inspiration to me, he's an inspiration to all our crew around the around the country. He's one of the one of the youngsters, one of the homies. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to my man Jock. Jock Evans, the owner of one of the most smoothest vodka companies, independent owned, no uh, partners or nothing, straight independent, really motherfucking doing it. You know I don't put too much sauce on nothing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this my man. What up, Playboy? What's going on, boss? How you doing? I'm doing good, my man. I'm doing good. And I'm so happy to have you on this show. And the way that our show goes, Jock, is... We just kick it. We talk. We talk about life. We talk about and then somehow, some way we work our way into your accomplishments, your dreams, where you're going and what what inspires you coming out of Cleveland, Ohio? Because I've been there a couple of times and I'm not too truly impressed. Right? Uh-huh. You know, I'm not truly impressed. So to to be in a city that's kinda of gloomy all the time, right? There's not too many things going on that much that people really have a chance, I think, achieving like in New York City, Atlanta, Miami, Vegas. How is it that you got to become in the drive that you have at your young age to get to you? Now, I know the answer. I just want to see if you know. Okay. First, let me thank you for uh, allowing me to be on the show. I appreciate it, man. I'm I'm a big fan of everything you do. You're one of my inspirations, too. Yes, but sir. for me, uh, Cleveland is a, it's, it's, a, it's one of those cities. You've got to spend a little bit more time here than, than a couple of visits to truly understand the, the, the mind state of, 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 of what it's like growing up here. But it's, it's a great family structure here for me. Right. And I think I get a lot of my motivation just from that. Okay, now you talk about the mom, the the kids, it, or all of it together. Yeah, everything, everything like that family structure is what truly what allows me to be able to travel the world is because my family structure is so strong. Like right. when I'm on the road, I'm not worried about my kids. Right. Yeah, I know you that know. about you, my man. Solid, solid. Yeah, but it's definitely definitely lack of opportunities here, and it's and it's one of those things because it's lack of opportunity. I'm almost inspired in reverse. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. it ain't shit around here to do, I kind of want to create shit to do. Because we got right. the right people here. It's good money in town. Right. It's just somebody got to take that responsibility to, to actually raise the bar. Yes, sir. I agree. I like that about you. Because you just had an event um, about you, you, you showcase a painter in your town. 
And ladies and gentlemen, let me turn to what I mean. This motherfucker right here be doing Beverly Hills type shit in Cleveland. This man right here, Jock, like I said, stuff on liquor company, got his own marketing company, and he's so ahead of the game because we was talking one day, and the way I do business, and it took me really 30-something years, and he's a lot younger than me. He's really on the same page that it took me 50-something years. He did it in half the time. And we are already, the other day we was talking, we was talking about the year 22, 23, and nobody's even thinking that far advanced. And so right. I thought I was the only one doing that. And you came up with that also when we was talking. And in the marketing scheme that you have for when the all-star break comes to Cleveland, Ohio. Absolutely. You know, and he, he had told me a story. I'm going to let you roll in a minute. And this is what got me interested, ladies. When he was a kid, making a lot of money coming out of high school. He went to Vegas as a youngster. Now, this is all to the young motherfuckers in the universe who think you got money. He went to Vegas. He really thought he had paper. Mm -hmm. And he saw that it was motherfuckers out there really doing it. And he said, oh, I got to step my game up. Can you tell the people that story, man? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my, my first time on an airplane was to Vegas. Right. Never flown, never flown anywhere before. Never took trips as a kid. Like, you know, as far as I knew, Cleveland was everything. So right. I opened up a clothing store when I graduated high school called Dress Code. Now, mind you, I didn't know shit about the clothing industry other than I like clothes. People, people associated me with fashion, so I'm like, shit, I'm opening a clothing store. Right. You know what I mean? Once you build up that that lane of what you went to, it's kind of if you go, it's like that that saying, if you do what you love, you feel like you never worked a day in your life type of. Right. Feel. So clothes was my passion. So I went to Vegas for the Magic Convention. This is where you go to find clothes, to find, you know, all the next new styles coming out. So I booked the ticket. I had money. I had about, I don't know, $13,000 on the Vegas. No one taught me business. Right. I was one of those people. I tr I learned to swim as I was drowning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when I went down to Vegas, you know, I had money saved up here. I thought I had a lot of money. I had an apartment, two car notes. Like, you couldn't tell me shit being an 18-year-old kid in Vegas with a fake ID. Right. I got to Vegas, and I'm walking through the casino, and I'm looking at this guy with all these purple chips gambling everything that I had to my name. And one punk ass hand is blackjack. <laughs> like it was, I mean, it was, it was like black me with a leather glove. Like I literally went, I called my mother. I'm like, Mom, I'm broke. She's right. Like, she said, you broke? You need somebody to send you some money? You okay down there? I said, no, like I'm broke in life. That shit, like it was like my, it was like a light, light switch went off. As soon as I came back home, my whole mindset was just different. It was right. like everything just elevated. It was kind of, it was really when I was able to break down 24 hours in a day and like how many of them hours I needed to, to achieve what I need to get done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I also, when I look at youngsters like yourself and people, you know, people hit me up all the time, TK, I want to be successful like you. TK, I want to do this. And what people don't understand also, you, one, you got to play the hand that you dealt. And two, it has to be in your DNA 
and you have to have family structure since you have a family. See, I always believe in when you get money, you can't have no distractions. Like, you can't be married, and you really can't have a girlfriend because when you're a mover and a shaker, you have to be able to get on a plane, be, have to make moves at a drop of a dime, and you have been a family man, like, for years. And to have that, and I've seen the lady in your life, I've seen the kids, uh, you've always talked about your mom. And w- w- where does that come from for you, like to the structure of that and be able to move? I want you to break that down for the, for the audience as well. Well, shit, well, for me, I'm a product of I'm a product of marriage too. Like my parents have been together forever. Like, okay, I'm 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 already. It took me a while to really realize how blessed I was growing up. You know, it's kind of you can't okay. miss, you can't miss your father if he always there. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but you take right. it for granted. But like, I'm a product of like a real, like my pops was a real old school, like shovel snow with no gloves type. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know they don't make, but you know they don't make them like that no more. You know what I'm right. saying? So like, all the shit that he was giving me growing up, game wise, was shit that I didn't appreciate until I became a grown ass man. And I, and I'm at a and I'm at a millionaire's wedding and can't none of these motherfuckers tie a tie. Right. You know what I'm saying? But this is shit I knew was five five years old. It was it was it was game he was giving me that I didn't appreciate until I got until I got a little older. So being a product of seeing a a, a king truly have a queen, like it can work. But right. it, it it just has to be the it has to be the right fit. Like I feel like having a family actually elevates my grind because it for one it it makes me think before I do anything. Right. Okay. Having having no family, you take more risk, but not smart right. risk. Right. So like, it's a lot selfish, you know. But having a family is what is kind of I think so far ahead. Because if you want to be a part of the future, you got to plan for it. Right. You know what I mean. So me having kids and having family is like the reason why I cannot quit. Because I don't give a fuck what nobody else in the world think about me. It's really about when I go home how they view me. You right. Know what I'm saying? So I got mm-hmm. no. So so I gotta. My my daughters think I'm a superhero, so I gotta climb on top of shit and jump off. Like they gotta see me attempt the craziest things and actually pull it off to understand that that this is who I really am. But it's it's really all comes down to them. I get my strength from them. Right. You know, my daughters think they safe when they with me, but shit, I'm safe when I'm with them because right, it keeps right. me from doing something stupid. Something, you know what I mean? And your brain, uh-huh. your mind is your worst enemy and your biggest asset at the end of the right. day. You know what I mean? You think long and hard enough, you would do something stupid. Yeah, true. Thinking it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. my family for me is the is the biggest. They the biggest plus in my world. Now, with your um, what what why why and the why did the idea come for your vodka company flow? Like what made you one day say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start me my own motherfucking liquor company because you know most people go find liquor companies to be a part of. Like you created your own liquor company and it's doing very well. Okay, well for me, I came up doing a lot of events. You know, I would do a lot of events. I was in front of some of them, behind the scenes on a lot of them, and I would work mm-hmm. with a lot of companies. And a lot of the liquor that that we grew up on 
I mean, you, you tend to drink it because it was the first thing that was available in your house when you were sneaking liquor. Mm-hmm. That's why we drink like our parents drink. But a lot of that shit, you know, a lot of that stuff is bullshit. Right. And But when you're doing events, you only think about the money. Well, okay. I should say when you're doing parties, that's the difference between like a party and an event in my eyes. Like you do a, you do a, a party, a promoter, they only care about the bodies. So they want a thousand people in the room. They're not thinking quality. Mm-hmm. When you do events, you think about the overall look and experience of the event. So you don't want that, that thousand if it's not the right thousand. You'd rather 400 quality people than a thousand bodies just in a room. So when I was doing a lot of these parties, I was just taking the money. I didn't care about how cheap the product was. I was promoting or the effect it had on people. I just wanted the money because I was thinking selfishly. And then I would see the effect that it was having on people. Like everything we touched, people would start to gravitate towards. And I just said, one day, fuck it. I'm going to just start my own product, and I'm going to make sure it's, it's upscale from start to finish. Right. You know what I'm saying? We didn't cut no corners. I mean, and, and it's one of the things. When you start it, the reward is better down down the road. You got kind of like playing the long game. Okay. So now, I set out to design. I designed the bottle myself. I mean, I, right. I found all the moving parts. I'm listening. Okay, yeah. So I designed the bottle. Um <laughs> And I just found all the moving parts for it. And it was one of those things, everything just little by little, just, you know, when you work, it's kind of like uh, the harder you work, the more luck you have. Right. And it was just one of them things. Like, I knew I wanted the bottle to have a pewter label. So I went online. I just got to finding these companies, finding these companies. And I found a company in France. The whole website was in French. So I typed an email in Google Translate, and I sent okay. it to them in French. And I told them I don't speak, you know, I don't speak French, even though my name is Jacques. And uh, two days later, that somebody called me said, "I'm the American. I handle the. Uh, I'm the American rep for this to this company. Right. I'm based out of Canada." He said, "I'll call you in about a week. I'm headed to Sacramento for the largest uh, wine convention in the world, and I'll get back to you." And I told him, "Better yet, I'll see you in Sacramento." Right. I packed my bag, went right to Sacramento, flew down there, took my drawings with me, with everything on a napkin, and I got down there. I met the guy, showed him my plans, and I mean, the rest is history. Wow. Now, now, how did you get your startup? Like, a lot of people have dreams, right? A lot, everybody has these dreams. But what what hurts people is the lack of money. Mm-hmm. And people are not born in great situations. Now, I don't think, I don't know how your situation came and how you got successful. But what, what from my side, it's just like from day one, you were just a hard worker and you saved. Being a hard worker, saving, you know, but that's not that's not what cripples people in in starting a business. Starting, a, I think, it's lack of education and lack of planning. Okay, people, perfect. people, people typically people typically want to wait till they get the money and then start planning. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait till you get the money to actually have a plan. Right. To have a blueprint, you don't go to Home Depot and buy a bunch of shit and then decide to build. You have to draw that shit out first. Right. You get what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. so so say you wait, say you 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 going to get a million dollars in 6 months. You do nothing. Then you get the million and then you start working on a plan. So right. now you got the money and now it's going to take you a year to build because you got to build a plan now and you got the money. Mm-hmm. You could have had your plan laid out. So when the money came in, now it's time to execute. That's right. The money's the easy part. Mm-hmm. It's the plan. It's the plan, it's the blueprint. It's the planning ahead. It's the being being ready for when when shit don't go as planned. How do you move around that? Like obstacles, right. 
You know what I mean? You can't teach hustle. Like, that's either something you're born with that's right. or not. You can't teach hustle. You can't buy loyalty. Give and that's what I'm trying to say. Two major things of the world. You have so to it's have not the lack DNA. of money. Yeah, it's not the lack of money because you can take the proper plan to investors and get investment. Because right. the plan will be so solid, they want to put some money with you because they see how your mind works. They see that you, that you, you know what I mean, that you're willing mm-hmm. to do this shit when you didn't have no money. And now your structure is right. And give me an example, right? I have people all the time want me to invest in stuff. And this guy had a hoodie company. He had made some hoodies for me. And, you know, I'm a Balenciaga type nigga and all that type of shit. And I like the hoodies, right? Mm-hmm. But when I put the hoodies on, all the lint in the hoodie came off in my hand. It was a cheap fucking hoodie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I called them. Yeah, I said, yo. And I would have helped the fan because he wasn't really asking for no money. It was, a, it was a good, it would have been a business thing. I said, mm-hmm. you had me, fam. I enjoyed it. I thought what you had, the product was right, but your presentation was wrong. And to the fans out here listening, when you guys get money and all of a sudden they say they want to open up a hair salon, I want to open up a barber shop. I want to do this. You got to have, like my man said, you got to have the proper presentation. You got to have your act together, and just don't get money and open up a company because you have an idea, right? And you don't, mm-hmm. you never worked there before. See, you come from a business thing, Jock. Your thing with the clothing company at eighteen years old. You being creative, you know, this, you're just a gifted mind, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you. This is one of these gentlemen who is just a gift in mind. I see him turn a $100 bill, $20 bill into a bow tie that you can really rock, right? I see him just throw some of the most amazing parties he does. He, he can paint. He got his own motherfucking cereal. He got his own moped company. He got his own watches. This young man I'm talking to you on the phone. What's your website, Jock? I want people to see this shit. <laughs> then go to flowvodka.com. Go to flow and spell flow, ladies and gentlemen. It ain't flow. It ain't the flow in the hood. It ain't flow. F L O W. I just want people to know that. F L O H, vodka dot com, and my Instagram is at steady flow. F L O H. Now, what made you come up with the name flow? I um, it's one of them things. Like, you know, whenever that word is used, it's usually used towards a good time. So the definition is the desire or plan to go towards a good time. So it's kind of like what you're doing tonight. Oh, shit, I'm, I'm just go with the flow. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? You don't plan. Mm-hmm. To, you don't plan on having a bad time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was that was kind of like the and it's it was kind of I was really, you know, I wanted something that was easy to say, you know, easy to uh, remember and actually look good visually. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Right so that was kind of like my plan. And, like, back to what you were saying about just to having a plan and coming from business, mind you, I never went to college because I didn't have anybody growing up to really show me how to turn a hustle into a business. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's why I was just I was just an ultimate hustler. Like I said, you can't teach hustle, but right. it's one thing to be a hustler and actually turn into a business is a whole other thing. So, like, what I do, um, I don't know if I told you, I created a foundation called the Go Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it stands for Golden Opportunity. And what I do is I invest in teenage kids to start business. And we teach okay. them. We teach them everything nobody taught us. And that's about credit. And that's about taxes. Right. 
you know, when you're a hustler, you ain't thinking of it. You're not thinking about planning ahead. You're not thinking about none of that. So I had right. to kind of really bump my head along the way to, to you know, teach myself to get smarter. You know, you, yep. can, go on YouTube, you can look at YouTube and learn a lot. If you say right. you got the patience to sit there through a two-hour video, but they'll teach you how to build anything on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But if we are products of our environment. You know what I mean? If you look at right. porn all, if you look at porn all day, you're gonna be right here. You know, right? Yeah. If you look at people count money all day, you're gonna want some money. If you look at the food right. network, you're gonna get hungry. So you gotta learn what to feed your mind in order to right. be who you want to be. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people they feed their mind stupid shit on Instagram, they, looking at stupid shit all day. Right. They sure are, yo. Instagram has destroyed this, the world. Yeah, in a sense, in a sense, for sure. But I feel like it's it destroyed the ones that are that that allow it. Because it could there be a, it could be an amazing tool, right? You know, it could be an amazing tool. What I've seen with the social media is how it has influenced people to the point that when you post something, they really take it to heart. If you post mm-hmm. something, it can really affect them. If you post, like, it, it just, like, when I, when I see the world and the way I travel, the world really becomes the matrix to me. Like, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers out here just don't get it. And what attracted me to you, um, ladies, let me tell you how we hooked up. We was at the Mayweather gym a few years ago. And, you know, he came up with his whip. I had my whip. And I, I want to tell people, you know, how when you want to, when you meet people, a fisherman can always see another fisherman from afar. And even though I was older than this brother, once we started talking, we started talking, and in the first 10 minutes we knew we had to be, we stayed friends for years. And I just watched this man grow and do his thing, and that's how we stayed in touch. Um, I did some personal things for him, and we just rocked ever Absolutely. since then, you know. And so when I was at your event a few weeks ago, as I'm going through the museum, I see that you have your own fucking cereal. Now, what came up with the idea, and what can you buy it? Is it just in Cleveland, or are you going to distribute the motherfucker around the country? And what kind of cereal is it? <laughs> it's the, they're called Frosted Flows. It was just another branding opportunity, just just doing something differently, something outside the box. Right. So thinking outside the box, I decided to sell something in a box. Okay, now explain that, yo. What made you one day say, I'm going to fuck around and get some serious? So here's my point, right? You're not Michael Jackson. You're not Drake. But you are a a king amongst kings. And I want to know how you're sitting at the table one day and you said, fuck this, I'm going to create another. How did you, who did you call? Who did you get involved with? And how did you get, how did you take that from imagination to putting it on the table? Well, it's, so 2019 with me doing the Heart of the Cocktail event, this is kind of like my year to step out into the world as an artist. Right. So in doing that and doing my art and actually trying to inspire people, I just constantly think of different ways to, to brand myself and the fact that I'm not a I'm not I'm not a celebrity in the music world or I'm not a celebrity in the actor world, but to certain people shit I've done has inspired them. Right, exactly. So I'm, constantly, 
so I'm constantly doing things just to let people know that anything you think of, you can create. Yep. You know what I mean? You don't have mm-hmm. to. You don't have to watch things from afar. You can actually, you know, you can get right up on it. Right. You know so what I'm saying? That so, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. So there, they call it frosted flows. I just did it as an art show, uh, kind of like one off. So when I do Heart of the Cocktail uh, 2020, I'll have a whole different separate gift shop with a bunch of different items in there as well. I just wanted to create conversation pieces and collector items. Right. Now, you're an artist, and I saw that you painted stuff. And when I was sitting there, this lady had told me that you had painted Wesley Snipes in the movie. And she said, you know Jack painted? I said, Jack who? (laughs) And she said, Jack, I said, get the fuck out of here. He ain't do that shit. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what I'm telling you. Don't nobody impress me. Let me repeat that. Except my kids. But nobody impresses me. This man right here, when you go on his website, to all my fans that's been listening all around the world, and from Japan to, to like I said, Germany to Afghanistan, the people that hit me on my DMs and show me love, bless you guys too. When you check this brother out and you follow him, you're going to be truly amazed. When you see his paintings, he painted the shit. He ain't get somebody to paint. He painted these. <laughs> you got some cereal boxes on there too, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have them uploaded. Yeah, they'll be uploaded. Yeah, put that up there because this, this comes up in the next few hours. So I want people to see your cereal boxes I, because a lot of people are going to reach out to you and just to bless you because you exist, my nigga. I'm, I'm glad your parents didn't abort you. <laughs> Me too, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, I'm glad your parents didn't abort you. And they, he, 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 he has um, you, you, you have um, one of the rappers as your um, 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 what's the word for him? Not a mentor, as a uh, when they rep the company. Oh, a brand ambassador, yeah. Brand ambassador, and what's his yeah, name? One of one of my good friends, Fabulous. Fabulous is a brand ambassador, and me and Fabulous go way back. It was good to see him at in uh, my man from the. Um, What's the guy the rap group from New York too? Oh, Jadakiss was there, yeah. Yeah, Jadakiss is there and everything. It was good. I, I hadn't seen them in so long. We embraced each other, said hello, and we kept it moving. But yeah, another, um, that's another good group. I learned a lot from them too. Just yeah, being yeah. Able, just being able to deal with success. Right, you know. And I'm really happy for um, him too about his situation that he got off on that too. So that's good to see brothers out here. Um, do anything. But speaking of life real quick, too, what do you think about the um, the R. Kelly situation? I mean, we, 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 let's put it this way. We really don't give a fuck. I mean, you had this conversation before. I just, I'm just, i going somewhere with this. I just wanted to see your opinion on what's happening to our young black men in this universe, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, people think it's a mystery that whites are after us. Like, they are after us, but what I tell people all the time is that if you don't do nothing, it's nothing they can do to you. Right. This is how I really fucking feel. The mindset of these youngsters, you know, you know my reputation, you know how I came up in this game, and everybody fucking thinks backwards, Josh. 
Like, back in the day, and you know all my homies, all my OGs that I roll with, you would mm-hmm. never catch these niggas in a picture. Never. Right. And these guys get this, get this money. They want to create crime. They want to become fucking gangsters and cry like a bitch at 21, 22 years old. And I just wanted to get your perspective on from R. Kelly to... To 69, Cosby. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you know, that wanting to be famous, man, is a, it's a drug in itself. And the young kids, they just, a lot of them are letting social media and attention make them stupid. You know what right. I mean? The way that, the way they carry themselves is their their need to be famous is just allowing them to do you know, to do stupid shit. And I had this debate all the time whether or not the world is dumber now than it's always been. Yeah. But I think I think that it's I think it's been stupid shit all our lives. It's just that information now gets processed faster. Right. Through, through social media. So years ago you didn't know what, what went on in your neighborhood. You didn't right. see what what happened in your news. But now you got world news. You got you know, because of social media, you can you can that shit in New Zealand that just happened. You know, that was so sad years ago. We wouldn't have found out about that for a couple of weeks. Yeah, you're right. But now you find out instant. And I think that a lot of these kids they want fame so bad that they're willing to do anything for it, and they truly don't understand the consequences of of, of their actions because you know perception is reality so a lot of these kids they say they pass themselves off gangsters as, as you know and until you really get in it it's just i don't know that shit's just kind of crazy and then you got to think movies are glorifying a lot of bullshit snitches get movies you know right you know the, it, even the gangster movies nowadays aren't what they used to be growing up and i think that before the few could control the masses but now mm-hmm. the masses are actually getting a voice and right. nine out of ten people are stupid that is so true that is so true my man i and mean that is so crazy. Fucking true. and r kelly i mean uh, i don't know what's going on with r kelly you know we've been hearing rumors and this that years ago i try not to really pay no attention i blame right. parents for putting their kids in certain situations and mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like as a parent it's like anything else. It's child endangerment. You want your child to be so famous that you're willing to leave them unguarded with an adult. You 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 the idiot. Damn right. You know, nobody's getting a long time with my daughter because I want her to be a, a singer. Right. You know, but yeah. a lot of these parents, they live they, they live out their fantasies through their kids or they use their kids as tools to get in rooms that they can't get they, they, the whole life try to get themselves in. Mm-hmm. And couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm seeing little bits and pieces of how that shit is just because, like, my four-year-old got 200,000 Instagram followers and people on the outside looking in are always suggesting stupid shit that they feel like I should do because she's, you know, becoming a fan favorite. But that's just her personality. I want her to still be a kid. Right, yeah, that's true, fam. You know, she get offered stuff all the time, but it's just not worth it. Right. Yeah, don't steal her, uh, that child. I tell my daughters all the time. Don't grow up too fast, girls. I said, no, don't rush to get old. Yeah, don't rush to get old. 
don't rush to get old. I want mm-hmm. you to enjoy being young and, and let me take care of you because people want to grow up so fast. My daughter, my older daughter was like, Dad, I can't wait to get older and that way I can do that. I said, babe, that shit's still going to be there. Still going to be there. Nothing new, nothing there. new, nothing's new under the sun. Right. I said, ain't nothing like a motherfucker taking care of you. And you're a child. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I'm grown and I wish somebody could take care of my ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't need to rush. Orbits and car notes. Yeah. And feeds yeah, don't rush and dresses. Yeah, don't rush it. I tell young kids all the time, don't rush it. Just plan for it. Right. You got you to gotta plan. So then what is your, since you have so much creativity from the <clears throat> from the vodker um, to the cereal to, I, I saw your moped, and you have a moped company line as well? No, no, I just dropped a custom, uh, a few custom mopeds just for the art show. Okay, okay. Because I thought that might have been your company now. You have a video of all that going on the Instagram and website that you had at the event. Like you yeah. See all that. Yep, okay. it's going. It's going up soon, and then we're launching some of our other future events we got coming up. Okay, so they could follow you and get behind you and and really see what a young man out of Cleveland, Ohio, is really, really doing. Because, like I said, I travel the world. And me and you talk all the time. Like, you know, we talk, and I've always been a fan in a sense, you know, because of, like I said, all because of that damn bow tie you did, made it out of $20. I thought, that's tr- that truly and fucking impressed me. Right. <laughs> but it you really know, it's crazy. That years ago. I never, I never told you, but it's, it's really having friends, having friends like you and Fab and, and like Jenkins to come to Cleveland to my art show and not be paid to come. Speaks yeah, them, and and it, it really you know like the the smallest gesture like that will always keep me on my toes because when you got the right people believing in what you're doing, that's who you that's who you represent. Yeah. So me being people think I'm self-employed, but I really work for the people. I work for the people that 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 are motivated by me or are impressed with me. So now I try to make sure I carry myself in a light that when you refer to people as yo, this is my guy. I want right. them to know that this, I, you know, I, you can you can rest your hat on me. I'm your right. guy. I that's won't let you down. That's right. And it's hard to come across people that's solid today. Hard. It, it is. That's why the people that are solid got to stick together. We got to yeah. repopulate this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that's why I got six kids right now. Right. It's just, it's just, uh, you, you hit that right on the nail to find someone solid. Mhm. That shit is he's that shit is no easy task. Yeah. So he was uh, he was also talking about credit. I have this um, company that sponsors my show. I'm sure Anderson that um, I've been trying to get people to really work on their credit. Like it's so important to me that they get stuff out of their kids' names, out of their cousins' names. Because men who claim that they bosses, right, and women who claim that they bosses, you know, and 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 you shouldn't. In 2019, you really shouldn't be in that situation. You got to protect your credit, like your social security number, or or, or protect it like your life. Is that serious about credit? Do you agree? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You know, you, you got to. You have to do that. And you have to learn how to be disciplined out here in this universe, guys and ladies, because yep. we all are getting older. And we, and we got to con- they got to continue to what they got to do is make sure they educate themselves. Mhm. A lot of less we just we just lack of information. Yeah, that's true. You know, so they just people got to make sure that they educate themselves. Don't just listen to everything somebody tells you. Don't repeat everything somebody tells you cuz never let somebody make you sound stupid. <laughs> you know, you got to yeah, educate uh-huh. yourself and learn about things you want to do, learn about the things that are affecting you. You know, don't just follow suit. you got to actually start to really use your brain. Yeah, that's so important, my man. I'm trying to find, in the meantime, while I'm looking for um, Sherelle's information, I want to tell people, as we to my open fans, um, up in Pleasanton, California, um, I'm going to be doing a show at the world-famous Tommy T's on um, March 28th, well, March, yeah, March 28th, 29th, March 29th, 30th and 31st. Um, I'm going to give you a phone number to make sure you call to get your tickets and make your reservations for it's going to be one of the craziest shows ever. Um, Eric, call 925-227-1800. Make sure you make your reservation for the day, tomorrow, the next day because it's going to be really up the chain. And then you're going to catch me, ladies and gentlemen, in Detroit, Michigan, April uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th at the world-famous Punchline in Southfield, Michigan. Make sure you go to their website, Punchline, in um, Detroit, Michigan. It's going to be all off the chain. Shout-out to um, a city that I frequently go to since I was a kid. And I want to get back to Ms. Anderson about this credit because this shit is so important to me about this credit thing because I don't know. Another thing I want to start doing too, Jock, is trying to get people to get their um, life insurance together and their medical insurance. Because, you know, I have loved ones I have to take care of. And Mm -hmm. people, if you don't have that insurance, they're sending your ass home. People don't even care about you no more. You come there and nothing, right, it's a business. But back in the day, let me tell you something, back in the day, right, you can have an ailment, go there, they ask you for your money, and you don't have it, they'll still take you, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll pay them later. You'll get a, you'll get the bill in the mail. Not now. If you, get, you, if you don't put a card down, mm-hmm. an insurance card, your ass, they'll let you die in the motherfucking lobby. Yep. They sure will. will. You die. It's a business. Period. So to it's a business from top right. to bottom. Listen, I know some of y'all can't afford your medication, but you got to look for ways to – they got programs out there that help you pay half. Like in Vegas, I get shit in the mail all the time, right, that they'll give 50% off on your, on your prescription, your, 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 um, your meds. And even though, thank God, I'm not on no type of medication or any of that nature, I just still find that fascinating that they would do that. I still find it fucking fascinating that we live in a country that we don't have um, insurance for everybody, but you go out of the country, they got it. Everybody's covered. Yeah, they do. 
free college, all type, all types. Yeah, of and they try to make this. I mean, it is a great country. America is a great country. It is, but they playing us. They making it seem like um, Africa is so horrible. Africa is like fucking Beverly Hills, yo. Mm-hmm. And they trying to make it seem like you got you got to have all these shots to confuse the American Afro American men and women from discouraging us from going over there. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, don't let people, like, like you said, don't let people just tell you anything. You know, you nope. have to really do your due diligence. And um, the credit lady, everybody, is Miss Cheryl Anderson. Um, they help people build financial freedom. They are A-plus rated company since 2004. Please give her a call at area code 678 seven seven zero two one seven two and tell her that you heard her name on the on TK Kirkland podcast and she'll help you out to get your credit together and get and, and apply discounts and all these type of nature to to get people back in line and we'll be having a show soon on um, insurance life insurance medical insurance all these type of things and you can afford it ladies and gentlemen you know people think that or you really got to have a lot of money to have barrier insurance. No, you can really get insurance for like even five, ten dollars a month. And I'm gonna put you guys in touch with all the companies because we're getting older. Everybody, a lot of y'all right now got mothers and grandmothers that if they die tomorrow, all of y'all are in a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. And we want to prevent that. We don't want that you put. We don't have to do no fish fry to bury anybody, we're going to do no GoFundMe page or anything like that. We don't want one family member taking all the responsibility, but the other family members are trying to tell the person what to do with the money. All this shit has to stop. Like I tell people, death should not be a tragedy. It should be profitable. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you're going to die, motherfucker. Yes, you are. Right. If if you're walking through here thinking – that your ass ain't going to die, you are already dead because you're a dumb motherfucker. Mm -hmm. you got to really understand that one day is coming and you really have to prepare yourself for that day. To my fans around the country, to my man, it was a pleasure, family, to to finally get you on the show after so many years. We've been talking about it. I appreciate you, bro. Yes, and can you tell the people again your your website and your Instagram one more time? My Instagram page is at Steady Flow, F-L-O-H, and the website is flowvodka.com, F-L-O-H, vodka.com. Also visit Heart of the Cocktail. That is our art uh, program that we have started this year and we're going to continue to start, and you'll see some uh, big announcements coming very, very soon. And my comic book will be available online in about a couple of days. All right, great. Ladies and gentlemen, follow him. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. To all my fans around the world, to the great Joshua crew, um, may your pain be champagne. You heard it here on the T.K. Kirkland Show. My God bless you. You know, I'll talk to you in a couple of days. All right, boss. Thank you. Okay, you got it. Pleasure. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland for more information 
about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.